Yo, what's good, everybody? You are listening to a brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. With me, your host, Benjamin Banks, and my co-host, Trav. What's good, Trav? Hey, it's your co-host, Trav. What's and good? I'm here. I'm chilling, man. You know what? What's good? It's so wild, bro. That I'm holding this Pikachu uh, phone case? No. Okay. I totally forgot this because I've been, I've been under the weather today. Oh, for real? Some sort of like stomach bug, man. I didn't know. And Am I going to get sick? No. Okay. No. Thank God. But, um... I was man, I was already like laying in bed, bro, watching My Hero Academia. You hit me up. Like, you was dude, like, we did, still doing this? Dude, I totally for I don't know what reminded me, but I looked and it was like 8:30. And I was like, are we supposed to podcast today? And then I called you and you were like, I'm yeah, like, I'm, I'm right, right down, down the street. street. <laughs> and I was like, well, <laughs> yeah, this dude was kicking it up. I walked up into this dude's room. He was watching that brand new Pokemon movie. So Again, for the second time. The second time. Okay, so I haven't watched it yet. So how did you how did you feel about it? Did you like it? No. Was it better than the second? I, well, I'll say two? this. Okay, go ahead. Of course, the storyline's good. Yeah, that anime, that animation is just horrible. I don't understand the, the selection choice. Look, man, when they first said they were doing a CGI Pokemon, the first movie. Yeah. I legit thought De- Detective Pikachu style, just without real people. Yeah. I thought it was going to be legit. So, maybe I looked too far into it, but I don't know what it is. I mean, the Scooby movie's coming out. It's got the weird animation. The new SpongeBob movie's coming out. It's got this weird animation. The Addams Family came out. It had that like this weird us. animation. I don't know what is with this weird animation stuff they're trying to do. But I'm not a fan of it, bro. And it's like, knock it, stop it, because you're ruining stuff that could be good, but it visually is not appealing. How did the girls feel about it? They were like, uh, they enjoyed the original one much more. For real? Yeah. Dang. That's but you want to know why, though? Why? Because this is the Pokemon they're used to seeing. And then you just hit them with a... They The characters look completely different. It's like, remember when... um. And re- you don't even know reboot. Yeah. Remember when they went over to the second season, they changed the CGI style. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I, this ain't the show we was watching. It's kind of the same way. It's like, why'd you do that? It's not like, for example, when they remake a show for kids television, it's like a, it's a new show, but it's a new version of an old show. Like Thundercats so, Roy. Right. So you can kind of get away with it. Right, it's the same thing for like Muppet Babies. Okay, I, I, you know I, what I mean. I like Muppet Babies. Yeah, but they Muppet, have a new yeah. one on Disney Junior. Oh, for where real? it's like and you can get away with yeah, they're three D. Okay, you can get away with it because again, it's a new show and a new time. But this is just well, we're remaking the Pokemon first movie, and it's and it's and it's the same movie. Yeah, I've seen the side by side comparison. It's trailer. the same movie. Yeah, and it's of course, the there's going to be like little slight differences. It's kind of like the Final Fantasy VII remake, which we'll get into later. When they do the side by side, you can see ninety five percent of it's the same. Yeah, and then there's like a random change where they did something or whatever. It's like that for this movie. Now let me ask you this: um, Are are the voices like are they still the same like did they have the voice actors yeah now the voices are fine again or no i mean like 
you know, like for certain stuff, like uh, like Dragon Ball Kai, for example, right? They brought they all, changed. They brought all the voice actors. Like back. they changed Frieza. Yeah. So for this, they changed Gohan too, right? And Boma. Oh, and Boma. So for this, did they use the same? I st- like stock footage of. I don't know. Okay. Oh, you're saying did they go back and just use the old stuff? Yeah, that's what. No, I mean. they definitely came back and redubbed. So it. they so they brought the. the but voice I don't actors know back. if it's straight up the original people. I couldn't really tell in the voice. I didn't hear any difference. Okay. But it doesn't mean... Again, when I go back and watch Kai, honestly, outside of Frieza, I really don't notice that much of a difference. Like, Bulma, I couldn't tell you. I can tell you. You know what I mean? Because it's like the original Bulma, like her voice was much more high-pitched compared to the Bulma that we have now, where it's like her voice is a little bit lower. Same with Gohan. You, I can tell the difference because Gohan's my I'm favorite. I'm sure you can if He's you're really focused character. on it. He's my favorite character, so I can tell the difference when I listen to the the voices. And then plus two, is Go- it a better difference though? I like the original more because you all, because the new Gohan is a Luffy. Yeah, from One Piece. Yeah. it's the yep. check. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I know um, with Gohan too, uh, the original actress who voiced Gohan, she also voiced Goku and. The Dragon Ball dub, and she voices KO and OK KO. Right. So that's pretty cool. So why'd they go get a new chick for I Kai? I don't know. Who knows? The same reason why Why did they get somebody to, uh, to I, do Frieza? It sound, well, it sounds like to me they kept it completely in-house. Yeah. Versus probably, yeah. a freelance artist. Probably, yeah. A, a freelance voice actor. But again, I got no problems with the Kai voiceover. Outside of this, and again, we've had this conversation, outside of the score... Kai's a much better series. It's just that I don't know why we've moved on from the Bruce score and because gone to the original. It's because I, I think we had talked about, yeah, we talked about this on the Digimon episode where it's like in Japan for Digimon, it's like, you know, they had their their score. And then when they brought it over here to America, they still had the Japanese score, but then it's like when they did the second season of Digimon, it's like they introduced an American score. Right. I'm guessing that they did it because they wanted to make it sound a certain way. Because it's like when you listen to the Bruce Falconer score, it's like it, it's a it's a good score. It's so good. But I mean, like listening to that and then listening to the Japanese one, it's like it's kind of messed up that it's like you know you wanted to you know make this score for. Something where it's like it already has music because when you watch Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball still has this original score. They didn't change the music for that. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with GT. Well, no, they did do it for GT. Right. Well, now, but picture this, though. Do you think the Japanese score, when they first decided to bring Dragon Ball over, they probably felt like it wasn't going to be... I'm not a fan of that. I get what you're saying. I like that. Yo. I mean... Bro, I was hanging out... Over the Bruce score... No. Bro, I was hanging out with Mercedes uh, earlier this week, and I was playing, like, we were listening to anime music when we were drawing, and uh, the Dragon Ball Z opening song, not not the opening intro, but right. like, the song, like, dun, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. yeah, and she was like, wow, that sounds old, and I was just like, it is And it's old. so bad. Look, when you go back on these DVDs, and you select, like, original Japanese. I love it. Dude. I well, love it. You can get, they, they redid the score, like they remastered the score for the English dub. Yeah. But if you go back and watch the Japanese sub, 
they didn't remaster anything, and it's just this mono, yeah, garbage quality. I won't say it's garbage. It's quality. bad quality. I love it. Again, I do this sort of stuff for a living. So oh, you so can, what you trying to say? I'm saying when you go, but you can really hear how bad it is to my ears. I'm like, whew. I don't understand why they just didn't remaster the thing. You know what else is weird too what? on the Funimation app. Not you can't watch all of Dragon Ball Z dubbed. For real? They have certain episodes that you only can watch subbed. I don't know why they did that. That sounds weird. I mean, I'm not on the Funimation app, and then I have the series, and like you, yeah, you have the series too. Like so. some of them, you can watch both. Some episodes you can only watch one. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. But it's like I feel like every episode should at least have the the English dub. Yeah, it's like this, but they don't. This anime is old, like. You should have everything up there. Yeah, I know. I, well, again, it's strictly due to copyright. And mo- no, money, it, money no, for probably. sure. Who knows? Well, yeah, let's move along. Um, the Final Fantasy VII demo came out. I haven't like I've been busy this entire week. So, did you I, download? It? I haven't downloaded mm-hmm. it yet, but I I need to download it because. I don't want it to be one of those things where it's like I miss out on downloading. It. It's just like, well, if you didn't get it, you didn't get it. Just like with the uh, the Silent Hill demo that mm-hmm. came out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, uh, did you get it? Oh, of course. Okay, so how did you like it? Um, again, I feel, I feel bad. It's like you watch the Pokemon movie, you yeah. got Final Fantasy. It's like, what am I doing with my? Obviously, life? it was it looked beautiful. Okay, and it was cool. They had three different modes that you could turn to for like the battle system. Yeah. But they did certain things that I was just kind of like, why? Like, why? I So, um, obviously, they rolled with her name being Aerith. Yeah. I, like, we all knew that. Yeah. But you know that opening scene where, like, she's standing in the city, and she, like, she's selling the flowers? Mm-hmm. They made, like, I, when you look at Midgar, yeah. you know that it's a quote-unquote ghetto. Like, it's not the best of places to be. We know that already. Um, in the original video, it's like a subtle thing. She's just selling flowers. Obviously, if somebody's selling flowers in the streets, I mean, what does that tell you? You know, times is tough, bro. You're trying to sell flowers you pick for a dollar in the streets. And they make it a point in the new remake to, like, smack the flower out of her hands and stuff to really drive in that it's like, like a scummy a horrible, area. Yeah. Not, not why is that needed? I don't know. And then again, with Barrett, they, I don't know why more people ain't talking about it, but like it's super stereotypical angry black guy Mr. T over I the mean, but top. But that's what he was in the original Not like game, this, though. bro. Once you see the demo, you're gonna be like, I pity this is too much. It's okay. too much. Like, <laughs> He was I I never saw him as angry in the original. I saw him as nah, a, bro, an aggressive he was, person. No, bro, he was angry because remember he was he was cussing he all was the time. He was angry about the situation. Well, he was we cuss-, cuss all the time. No, 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 outside no. the podcast. But he you know was cussing I mean? all the time. And I remember like when I was a kid playing this game. It's like remember it's like they uh, whenever he would cuss, like they would have like all of the symbols come right. up. Yeah, there. yeah, and I'm yeah. just like, oh, I wonder what he's saying. No, nah, like, I man, know he's saying just, a bad He's word. a straight up angry. He's an angry black dad. Okay, he's like Bernie Mac. Except like turned up. It's to me. It's like, what was the point of that? Does he say I, you big dummy? Hmm? Does he say you big dummy or I pity the fools? No. He doesn't say any. But they also like threw in curse words too, just to throw it in. Like yeah. 
they're throwing in like you know the big ones you know what i mean oh, it's so like he why says the F word? did did he say i don't think he said that but a mature team oh it's definitely it has to be mature right i don't know honestly in today's society i don't even do video game ratings even mean anything yeah you know what i mean like because if that wasn't if that was the case that everybody I don't could look play at, mortal Kombat. i don't look at score i don't look at ratings I anymore do. maybe it's because i'm an adult and i don't need to yeah but would you let your kids play mortal Kombat? yeah what why? I it's mean, a yeah, fighting we, I mean, game. We did. I mean, it's a fighting game too. It's rated mature because what? It has blood. That's and sti- gore. Okay. You know, and I feel like um, there's there's other things that need to be. Would you let them play manhunt? Manhunt? Eh, probably not. I mean, would you let them play GTA? No. Which is wild because Zoe has friends on her PSN. That play GTA. Like kids her like age? Like kids her age. And they're playing GTA 5 online. Mm. And I'm like, nope. No way. You don't need Zoe driving around. Daddy, look, I just killed somebody. No way. <laughs> not at, But she kills people in Fortnite. Not at nine. She kills people I, in It's four. different. No, because they don't really get... They don't, they're kind of like Pokemon, right? They, they respawn. They faint. You know what okay. I mean? It's not like they well, really... They respawn on Grand Theft Auto Online, too? Not like that, It's though. like when you kill somebody, it says wasted, it's and different. then they come back to life. You're not in Fortnite buying drugs and hookers. And you don't stuff. buy drugs in GTA. You, well, you did back in the day. Back though. in the day, you did. You know what I mean? And it was our jank. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know, bro. Well, bro oh, also, what, what's we up? didn't even talk about this, too. Castlevania Season 3 came out. Bro, I still need to watch Season 2. Oh, uh, see, I... Season one is really, 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 really good. Yeah. Season two is good. Not as good as the first season. I can't wait to see how season three is. Well, I talked with Derek earlier, and he told me that season three is really good. Okay. Yeah. I need- but what did he think about season two? He told me that season two was good, too. It's good, but yeah. it's not as good as the first season. Say, I mean, well, you said it was really, really, really good. The, I didn't- that first season is, dude, when I first saw the first season, I was like. You were hooked. On yeah, phonics. I was like, "Whoa, this is good." Yeah, I've been waiting for them to put an anime with this style out for adults. Yeah, and then season two, I just felt like it started getting too complex. It was like too much going on, and then so let's just see what happens in season three. But I'm stoked to watch it. Okay. They kind of just dropped it on us, like we knew it was coming. That's what she said, but it just I mean, kind of. Ca- I, I don't feel like there was a release just, date. You just for stole that. From yeah, me. of course. Like that That's was what I stuff. do, baby. Well, something that I want to talk about, because you've seen this, is that I've gone to go see My Hair Academia three times now. Three times. And uh, I've seen people it. People think you're crazy yeah, for doing I, it. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure people do think I'm crazy. It's just like, dang, is the movie that good to go see it three times? Well, for what care. you paid for the third time to go see it, yes. Well, no, well, bro, at the theater that I go to, like, the tickets are cheap. Like, when That's you, what I'm saying. When you told me, like, $16, well, because we, like, ha- we saw it in XD, which... I didn't see no difference, yeah, bro. personally. Bro, I didn't but that's, see a difference that's either. The, I'm, I'm saying that's what they're trying to sell bro, you you could have came to my theater and paid $4 and been good. Well, dude, again, it was. I thought we were going to get more than... And we didn't know we were seeing it subbed either. We didn't know. We, but I, it was a treat. I remember, like, this dude, Trav, he looked at me. He was just like, sub, Nani? But you know me. I watched it subbed anyway. So it's like, I was just like, I'm cool with it. Yeah. But um, I, it's not that I didn't want to see the sub. You I didn't want my first time seeing the sub. But I, get, I get what you said. I think I wouldn't have seen the sub 
if they didn't surprise us with it the first time. I get what you're saying. I'm calling it a surprise because we all thought we bought yeah, tickets we, Yeah, we dub. did think we were seeing it dub. Because I was taking Zoe on Saturday to see the dub. Yeah. If I would have seen it twice dubbed. Yeah. But instead, I saw it once each. And you got to see what it was. But um, but yeah, man, it's like I didn't see it three times now. I love the movie. I had a good time every time that I went to go see it, except the third time because I did fall asleep when I was watching it. Because it was showing at nine fifty five at night, and I had worked out that's early. Past daddy's bedtime. It was past my bedtime. So yeah, we old men now. So that's what happens. But what I'm happy about with this movie is that it has made over ten million dollars in America, right? Or is it worldwide? Yeah. yeah no, in America it's ten. Million. It's made ten million. Twenty five worldwide. Nice compared to. Two heroes where it only made six million. I mean, like, that's still a lot of money. I mean, it's no Dragon Ball Super numbers, but for an anime film, like, that's good. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, I'm trying to think, like, what was the last anime film that came out over here? Well, they always, they come out all the time. It's just that they don't make those high numbers. They're not big series anime. So the last big series anime that came out was Gundam NT. Well, I know, didn't uh, like One Piece Z? Oh, or you something? know what? You're right. The One Piece movie came like, out. Why? But, bro, I really didn't hear anything about Dude, that. Dude, it probably only made a couple million. Bro, I doubt that. No, it probably only made like two, two, three million. Over here? Yeah, in the States. I, don't, I doubt that. Yeah, bro. definitely. Are you sure? No. Yeah, you just said no. So you But don't it definitely know. made you're saying that it made less than a million dollars here in the States. Probably because, like, bro, like, no, I, I didn't hear anybody. Really I, didn't hear, I didn't hear anybody Dustin talking about it. But, bro, but he told us about it, like, afterwards. Like, I don't think anybody... But a lot of people that were at the movie theaters, we we were talking about um, the One Piece movie. Mm-hmm. A lot of anime nerds went and saw the movie. And just, again, uh, My Hero Academia is super, super popular in the anime community. So yeah. it's a little bit bigger than... One Piece is popular. But it's been running so long, it's kind of like it's the it's the boomer of right. of anime right now. Like, bro, I really want to know like how much money this movie made over here in America. Which one? It's well, One Piece. Well, I'm looking right now, and it said it made 85 million worldwide. That's a lot of money. But I want to know because how... remember, Super made 100 million worldwide. Okay, and okay, over here it made 16.3 million. That's how much it made over here. So it made more than uh My Hero. My Hero. Yeah. As a no, yeah, as of right now, yeah, it's made more. Yeah. But um But is that cloning just ticket sales? Is that box office? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So My Hero will never catch up to that. Yeah, probably not. My Hero is still growing, which which is crazy cuz it's like the anime has been around since 2015 now and Hopefully it becomes as big as Dragon Ball Z. You were talking about it made less than a million, and they just and they they, they slapped you. They, with they slapped the me in the face, bro. Bro, I went to this uh to this video game store here in um Portsmouth, old school gaming. I don't know if you have ever been there. Yeah. Okay. And I old was, school. And I was talking with that. Dude, that's been around forever. For yeah, yeah. old school. Yeah. And so, it's run by uh brothers. Oh, for real? Yeah. Nice. They're, it's owned by uh, two brothers. So are they step brothers? No. Okay, they're brothers. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but, but anyway, um, I was talking with the girl behind the counter, and she was talking with me about, like, you know, she hopes that My Hero Academia runs forever, like, just as long as One Piece. And I told her, I said, nah, it don't need to run that long. Like, I like, I like my animes to have a beginning. No, and end. yeah. It doesn't need to be Naruto. I, I, yeah. I, I think s- those times. They're going to do a time jump. Not even sure. just that. I think I think those times are dead. 
we don't need people don't want these long running animes. Yeah. I just wanted to end. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm I mean, not saying I want to end right this second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't want, I want it to, to finish sto- I don't want it to get to the point where you don't want like, it to be like a, a twenty year anime. No. I think I think Dragon Ball Z is a good you know, it's almost three hundred episodes. Yeah. I could see my hero doing that and being like, we're good on it. Yeah. And I think that's acceptable. I can deal with that. Because really. Because there's no filler. They're on episode 85 is about to come out. And I still feel like they're just, just cracking the surface yeah. of who these people are going to become. Well, bro, they're definitely going to have to do that time skip and the time jump. And they're going to be adults now. Right. And I, and that's what I was telling her. It's like, you know, right now it's my hero academia. But they can be young adults. Though. Yeah, young they, adults. They can do like, you know, a two or a four year skip. Yeah, like Shippuden. Yeah. And it's like down there. Because that's three, it's three years between the last episode of Naruto and Shippuden. Yeah. When, if that begins. Yeah. So they did a three year jump. And then by the end of the series, it's like they were what, like 18 and 19 now? No, by the, by the end, end of the series, I mean, Naruto's a grown man. No, because remember, like after. Are oh, you talking about when they fought? After they, after they fought, like before the series, like officially. Oh, that's ended. what I thought you were talking about. The last episode. Yeah, I'm talking about like you know, like after Sasuke and Naruto had their fight. I think it was like a couple more years that went by, no. and they were like uh, they were like, like 20. 17, 18, I believe, and <clears throat> then. Well, the, Naruto's sixteen when the series starts. No, uh, no, 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 no. Shippuden. No. no, he's only fourteen. When Shippuden starts. Yeah, he's only fourteen. Are you sure? Come on, bro. I just watched it. Okay. Yeah, he's right. he's 14 when Shippuden starts. And I want to say by the end of it. So then, yeah, about he's like 17. Fif- he's like 15 or 16 by the end of it. By the, by the end of, like, after they fight, you know, Madara and right. everything. And then, like, a couple of years pass again. And then. That's when they fight um, whatever her name is. No, bro. No, I'm talking about like after after they defeat uh the main chick, the main yeah villain. yeah the, uh, yeah. Like I forgot couple, her race of people. A, a couple more years goes by, and then that's what it is. What it is, but yeah. So and moving along, like uh, I feel like that there's nothing else we need to really talk about because there hasn't been a lot of you know stuff happening in their culture. You oh, know what I'm saying I, some we do need to talk about. What's up? Is uh, who we got coming on this podcast? You know, that's what I was about to do before you interrupted me that's right so let's go ahead and uh let's talk about her she's a cosplayer i've been following her now on instagram for a while now and she does such an amazing job with her cosplay yes she does um you know she's old school like us she's old school like us around she's been around you know she used to have to sneak downstairs to watch some movies and stuff like that so that way she wouldn't get caught she she didn't have the internet to watch anime so Mm -hmm. she's like us she relied on catching it on the TV when she could mm-hmm. and making sure she had to watch it live because there was no recording. Mm, there was, was no DVR. Well, I mean, we had, you had a VHS you tape. You had a VHS tape. You know what I'm saying? But, but yeah, that is Miss Lucky Luna. So let's go ahead and roll into today's episode. Hey, Trav, you know something, man? I really want to get a tattoo. I see all the cool tattoos that you have, and I think that it's finally time for me to get one, bro. You know what, man? I've been waiting for you to say that, and do I have the place for you? Oh, what's that? Golden Ink Tattoo, located at 3109 Airline Boulevard out in Portsmouth, Virginia. Okay, so I want to get a sweet Dragon Ball Z tattoo. Do you think that they'll be able to hook me up there? Not only can you get a Dragon Ball Z tattoo, you can get a Death Note, My Hero Academia, 
Totoro. This place is the tattoo shop for all things anime and nerd culture. Well, bro, I'm so happy that you told me about Golden Ink Tattoo, and I think I'm going to go there today, and I'm going to get me a really, really sweet My Hero Academia tattoo. Well, look, I'll tell you what. What? Why don't we go ahead and call my personal friend, Denise, who's the owner of the shop, and we can give her a call at what? 757-465-1010. Again, that's 757-465-1010. Now, do you think if I go up there and, you know, I say, hey, I'm from Loveland up with Benjamin Banks, that she'll hook me up, or do you think I'm wanting to pay full price? You walk into Golden Ink Tattoo, and you mention the words leveling up, Banks, they will give you 10% off of your uh, tattoo. Bro, that sounds really awesome, man. So I'm about to go ahead and call Denise. I'm going to tell her what type of tattoo I want to get, and then the next time you see me, I'm going to have a sweet My Hair Academia tattoo. Get your tattoo at Golden Ink Tattoo, located at 3109 Airline Boulevard in Portsmouth, Virginia. Hey, what's up, Luna? How you doing today? I'm good. Hey, what's up? <laughs> hey. <laughs> well, first off, I just want to say thank you for being our guest on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Oh, no problem. So how's your day going so far? Um, it went well. I went to town and did some photography, but that's about it. Oh, so let all of our n- listeners know, like, what did you do some photography for? Um, no, I just do it for fun. My boyfriend's the photographer, like, professionally. I'm just, like, kind of, like, hobby. So, like, did you do any, any you know, cosplay for photography or was it just regular photos? No, I just do regular pictures. I do a lot of um, pictures of nature and stuff like that. Awesome. I always feel like that that's the best where it's like, you know, you capture nature and it's natural beauty. You know what I'm saying? Like just capturing yeah. pics of water or birds, mountains, even clouds in the sky. Because, like, there's a lot of interesting clouds. Like, I take pictures of them all the time. Like, I took a picture of a cloud that looked like a chocobo. And people were saying I was crazy because it didn't look like one. But I thought it looked like a chocobo. <laughs> and he's always yeah. taking pictures of me, too. So Nah, I don't take pictures of you, Trav. What do I need to take pictures of you for? <laughs> you know. <laughs> So, yeah. So, um, again, like I said, thanks for joining us on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. And, you know, how I want to start this off, we always ask everybody to tell us their origin story. So tell us, like, how did you get into cosplay? Well, no, you know what? We'll get to that later. Like, tell us, (laughs) tell us who Lucky Luna is. Tell us that first. Then we'll get into the cosplay origin. Uh, well. I'm an artist, so by profession, I do a lot of freelance graphic design work. Um, I do graphic design, I do illustration. Um, what I'm interested in the most is illustration. I'm actually working on a comic book. Nice. Um, hopefully, it'll be able, ready to be released on Webtoons soon. Oh, okay. I subscribe to Webtoons. Yeah, there's a lot of really interesting comics up there. Yeah, I was like, I want that to be my platform. But yeah, um, so now that we did that, now let's tell everybody the origin story of Lucky Luna, the cosplayer. Yeah, the origin story. Um, I started cosplaying freshman year in college. 
because it looked like a fun thing to do. I used to go to conventions and see everybody dressing up and I'm like, Oh, I want to dress up too. So that's where it started. Um, my first one was bought, but then I would see people make their costumes and I was like, Oh, I want to learn how to do that. So then I did a whole bunch of tutorials on Tumblr and like just worked on my craft and here I am today. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like, you know, that's always the coolest thing about cosplay is, you know, you go to these conventions and it's like, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Not shocked, but, uh, you're, you're very excited because it's like, you see all these people who put so much work into their craft and then it's like, it makes you want to do it. It's just like, okay, I want to do some cosplay. I want, like, what do I want to do? Like the first cosplay I did was big smoke from Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. And, I remember when I had wore the costume at the con, like I was walking mm-hmm. around with my friends and I was just like, man, there's a lot of young people here. I doubt anybody knows who big smoke is. And then like, I was walking around and people were just like, Hey, I know who you are. You're big smoke. And I was just like, yes. Like I feel awesome right now. <laughs> I think my very first costume that I actually made was Asia clan clan. I, I don't, it's hard to find a picture of it cause it's so old, but Uh, I've been wanting to kind of bring it back one day now that I've actually developed some form of skill. (laughs) Now, for for those who don't know who Aisha Clan Clan is, let everybody know where she's from. Oh, Outlaw Star. Sorry. It was my favorite growing up. Well, before Yu Yu Hakusho, before Yu Yu Hakusho, anybody that knows me knows that, like, I I have Yu Yu Hakusho everything. Like, (laughs) A bunch of Karama plushies and EA plushies. <laughs> All right, we, we just did an episode on Outlaw Star. Yeah, we just That's did an Outlaw Star episode. One of my favorite animes. And Asia That's is awesome. one of my favorite characters. Like, um, on the Outlaw Star episode, like, you know, I talked about her a lot because I love her. Like, I remember when I was a teen, when I first watched the series, and, like, you know, just her, her whole character her attitude on the show like i just loved it like her growth on the show as well yeah i love like i used to love that that was the first like honestly that was one of the first animes that i had to like sneak down and like i don't know if anybody like when these animes came out like i was really young Mm -hmm. so really i wasn't supposed to be watching it but but i had to like sneak down at night because i wasn't supposed to be up and like watch the shows but that was one of the first like of those lists that I had to like get up and sneak up and watch. <laughs> yeah. Like I remember, uh, for me, I think it was probably in Yasha because it's like, you know, I grew up in a very religious household. So it was, it was already a problem. If you know, my mm-hmm. mom and my grandma heard them say demon on TV. It was an issue. It was a, it was a huge issue. It's like, was like, what are you watching? You. I remember my aunt had saw like, I, I don't know if uh, you used to collect Shonen jumps back in the day. But yeah, man. yo, I used to those and Shoujo B. I don't. I, I remember Shoujo B. I never collected those. I, I only collected the Shonen Jump. And I remember I had went over to my aunt's house with uh, it was a copy that had Yu Gi Oh on the front cover, and uh, Yu Gi was he had the Millennium he had the Millennium puzzle. She saw that uh, she Illuminati. Saw, she saw yeah. She thought it was the Illuminati. She was just <laughs> like, "What is this?" I was just like, "I'm like, Aunt Laura, it's anime. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's manga. It's Yu Gi Oh." You don't have anything to worry about. <laughs> but yeah, like Inuyasha, like I remember I used to tell my mom, I was just like, oh, it's just this anime about uh, a guy and a girl. 
and uh, they just go on adventures together. But I never told her, oh, he's a half demon, half human, because she would she would have had let me watch that stuff. <laughs> I was just supposed to be in bed at a certain time because my mom was a helicopter parent. So she was like, oh, you got to be in bed at this certain time. And then we had to go to church the next day. So if I had gotten caught, I would have gotten in trouble. <laughs> now, now, let me ask you this. Did you have to have the, t- the volume turned down on the TV and, yeah. and hold the remote in your hand? And as soon as you heard some footsteps, turn the TV it's off. Tight. Act like you sleep. <laughs> yeah, man. See, kids now, they, uh, Trav, do, you, do, do your daughters do that? Or are they already out? Yeah, they're already sleeping, bro. My kid's ready to go to bed. It ain't like me. I hate a bedtime. Yeah. They asking me, is it bedtime yet? But They're ready to go to sleep. They like me now. You know, when you were a kid, you hate nap time. Now yeah. as an adult, you're like... Oh, my God. Yeah. At the time, I, like, I used to work at a daycare, and then the kids would always, like, protest when nap time came. But I'm like, you guys don't even know. <laughs> How good you got it right now. Now. <laughs> Like you're gonna miss this. So, I, I, one thing I forgot to ask you um, in the beginning was: Have you seen My Hero Academia: Hero Rising? Oh yeah, I saw it. Oh, okay, so tell us, tell us, how did you feel about the movie? I loved it. I loved it. I only think that the first one maybe got that much hype because it was the first one. Yep. But yep. this one was really good. I really liked the fight scenes. I don't want to give any spoilers. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. We spoil everything up here. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Okay? <laughs> but yeah, um, I like the fact that Bakugo and Deku got to work together. Like, I, I was waiting for this moment. I was like, y'all need to get along. So, like, you know, like, that made me hype. Now, let me ask you, do you think them actually fighting together, is that, like, the mecca of the series? Or no? Like, is it not, not- that serious? I mean, oh, have y'all, are y'all like, I mean, I don't know if you're caught up oh, with yeah, the manga. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're all caught up. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> did, you, did you say I was caught up with the manga? Yeah, I'm caught up with the manga. Oh, that is no, not no, the manga. No. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't spoil it for Trav. But no, we were, we were talking about the, um, the, what were you talking about? What? The dude who created it. And like, he had to, cha- he has to change plans. Yeah, like. Because this was supposed to be like his final thing where they work together and i'm like it's not it's cool but it's not that deep it is that deep because you got to think about it man it's like when the series started they were friends and then as they got older they were definitely not friends no they were friends i mean bro have you not been watching the show bro they weren't they were friends when they were kids these dudes been a luna tell this man that they were friends they weren't like well kind of kind of maybe but dude they literally show flashbacks of them at like four years old and he's being a douche to him. Friend. yeah <laughs> he was those friends that once you start getting on they start hating they they, they, they weren't those best, are the kind of friends i want to have they weren't best friends but it's like they were friends and then like once bakugo saw that deku or that deku, midoriya wasn't gonna get a quirk that's when he started calling him deku and started bullying him for real but I think that them working together in the movie, it was cool, but I can understand why the creator felt that it's like, you know, this is something that I want to say for the end where it's like, it's going to be big that, you know, Bakugo finally respects Vegeta, uh, not Vegeta, <laughs> Bakugo finally respects Midoriya, but I mean, like, it's the same thing like with Vegeta and Goku, 
when Vegeta finally respected Goku it's at the end of Dragon Ball Z. Character development though on his part, but I don't think it's really that impactful to the series. Thank you. Because again, I'm caught up with the manga and I'm not gonna spoil nothing, Thank but you. I'm gonna let you know because it gets dark. But the, the series. But then there you go. So yeah, he's already made it to the point where. If that was like his ending, it would be lackluster. I hope not. I I mean, I we all know that. I, I think that the ending is going to be the both of them working together against uh, all for one. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, you're saying that, like, some stuff goes down. Now, picture if his big ending was they get to finally work together. I feel like that's lackluster. It would be. Thank you. I, yeah. I don't know. Like, I think that it. I'll go ahead, Luna. I said a lot more goes down. Like, it, I mean, I'm just saying, like, when I say it, it gets a lot darker and it, it's a lot more to the story than just that. If I was like, well, if you're into like reading manga and stuff like that, I would pick up, um, I would just say, like, pick up, they have a um, side story called Vigilantes. I want to yeah. check that out. Yeah, check it out because it's actually got some stuff that's actually revel- re- relevant to the actual manga. Yeah, I definitely want to check that out. And, uh, the last time that I read the actual manga, it was at the part where uh, it's like you find out like that there's a corporation of of villains now, and like that's that's where I left off. I think it's like chapter two thirty is where I left off at, and like I think I'm like twelve or fifteen chapters behind. But I just need, yeah. I, I just need like the, my problem with reading manga is that I know with My Hero Academia it comes out every Thursday. I don't know if that's changed. And like I was reading it so fast, I was just like, man, it's like now I got to wait till next week. So I just let it build up so that way I had a lot to read. So I just need to get back on it. Like I was reading Vigilantes, and I will say like a lot of it is like because the story takes back it takes place like five years before the main story takes place. Mm-hmm. So you get to see a lot about like Aizawa's past and like, you know, mainly the teacher's past. And I'll say like, like I was reading that and then I'm all caught up on that one. And then when I got caught up on the main one, like the latest chapter, I was like, and that's all I'll say. (laughs) That's like, that's like literally like that's how I was when I was reading um, when Deku fought against uh, Overhaul. And it's like when I finally got to see it, you know, animated, like it was epic. You know, the fight, the fights in the in the manga were epic. But, you know, just seeing it on screen and then like when the music got added to it and everything, like it just made it really good. No, you can like read the manga and be ahead, caught up with the manga. But then when you watch the anime and see the fight scenes in person, mm-hmm. like that's what I did with Naruto. Like I read the manga, but then I would go back and watch the fight scenes and I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, like I, like I just finished watching uh, Ship It In for the first time, and it it is so good. Like tra- it's one of Trav's, this, man. It's one of Trav's favorite anime, well, favorite series, and you know he always put you know put it over to me, and like I finally just said, hey, I'm gonna watch it, and like it was such a good story, man. I like the story. Yeah. No, the best thing about Naruto isn't even the fight scenes; it's the dialogue during the fight scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever cry while watching it? Uh, no, not really. Oh, come on, bro. <laughs> Why you got to make us look like that, right? You could have lied and just said, yeah, so. <laughs> we we I over mean, here crying and, nah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know, like, I know, like, I, 
I had seen like, you know, videos and pictures of guys crying while they watch the anime. And it's like I watched the whole thing and I never cried. And I was just like, well, I can understand like why people cry. And then I had watched the 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 last and, you know, I, I saw how, you know, Naruto finally found out that Hanada has been lo- that she's loved him like pretty much all her life. life yeah. And, I, and then I, I started crying. I was just like, why am I crying for it? Because it was such it was such an emotional and sad scene that like. Finally, because yeah, finally, like, Naruto is so dense, like he never saw it. Like it's like, yo, this chick, like nobody else in the village came and did anything where you were fighting pain, and then Hanada, she came and like she saved your life, bro. It's like, come on. I think I think it's because he would just do that in general, so he didn't think anything of it as far as it being deeper than her just doing it because that's who she is as a person. I'm just happy that he finally woke up after Sakura t- said that she loved him, and he was she just like played him. she. He was just like I he was didn't at, believe her I, I neither. Was, yeah, I was at the gym. He said, "Don't lie to me." Yeah, I was at the gym. I'm just like, come <laughs> on, Sakura. Like, don't come on now. Like, <laughs> but yeah, but let's get back to some cosplay talk. So, how I found out about you, somebody had shared um, this cosplay on Facebook. And it was you cosplayed as uh, Princess Peach from Mario Kart. And I was just like, wow, like that's a very good cosplay that you had did. So I, I looked you up and I found you on Instagram and that's my story. That's my story. That, that's how that's I found out is. about you. <laughs> and it's like, I'm I'm happy, you know, that I followed you because it's like you have so many amazing cosplays that you've done. And it's like, you know, I like the message that you put out there, you know, for plus size cosplayers, because it's like you need that in the cosplay community. You know, I know that it's it's 2020, but that's something that's still, you know, something that needs to, you know, have a spotlight on it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. Like, um, I will say, like, a lot of the times, like. Um, as I know personally, a lot of plus size cosplayers and they're very talented. Um, like Stardust Megu is one of them. I know who that is. Yeah. She's like amazing. Like makes all of her costumes by hand, like start from scratch, like amazing. Um, um, Talon Kel also amazing, a really good friend of mine. Um, but yeah, they, like jazz the bat cosplay another shout out check her out like her builds are like epic yeah shout but, them all out man yeah let, yeah let everybody know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah her builds are epic um but yeah they just need the more more of a spotlight because i do notice that a lot of the more popular cosplayers or the more cosplayers with the numbers tend to be lighter and thinner yep right like i feel like it does it is something that needs to be changed yeah we and got we got a uh plus size cosplay friend down in florida called um shirley i don't know if you know who she is surely shirley i just call her shirley but surely yeah you gotta say the whole name like like a tribe called quest i'd be forgetting man because we've known her for yeah we've known her for a long time before so yeah her, her cosplay took off but she was on the um becoming marvel series that they were doing what that's amazing yeah so definitely check her out too because she has a Mm -hmm. lot of really good cosplays as well she's super talented yeah 
And she and like, you know, she's an advocate for, you know, pushing for plus size cosplayers because it's it's like I said, it's like, you know, you need to have that spotlight because, you know, there's so many talented cosplayers out there. And it's like you said, it's like sometimes the spotlight is only on, you know, people that are that aren't plus size for real. So it's like when you are plus size and it's like, you know, you want to make a name for yourself and everything. It's awesome to have that spotlight on you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but thank you guys for submitting my cosplays. I just really, I just do this because it's like fun. And then I saw that I don't remember which one is the one that actually got my page noticed. It was Storm. Nice. And I was like, oh, I actually like I had a panic attack when it got like because it went viral. So I had a small panic attack. I was like, oh no. (laughs) Here comes the trolls. But actually, I, I got a lot of like mostly love. And I was like very like pleasantly surprised about that. <laughs> yeah, and um, and also too, like, weren't you featured on a, on a website for your Hellboy cosplay? Um, Afropunk. There we go. Yeah, because I remember I had I had saw I had saw a link on Facebook, and I was just like, I know who that is. That's Luna. That's awesome. And um, me and my um my best friend Final Chase, but we were both featured on Essence as well. Nice. Which was like. We were like, my friend just called me one day. She was like, oh, you're on an Essence article? And I was like, no way. You're lying. You're lying to me. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's like next level. Yeah. So like, so what are some of your favorite cosplays that you've done? Um, One of my favorites. It's funny how my favorite tend to be the ones that aren't as popular. <laughs> but, and this one I did like way in the past, but I cosplay Karama. <laughs> is it, is it like, on Instagram? It's it's on there. It's way back because no, I, I did it years barely. back, but All it's right, on there. Um, I'm on your Instagram right now, so I'm looking for it right now. I want to bring it back because I still have the costumes, so I, I just got to help that wig. But um, yeah, that was one of my favorites because he's like my fave. So I was just like, yeah. And then it was like a group of my friends and we all cosplayed Team Urameshi. Nice. And it was um, another favorite was Hellboy. Yeah, the Hellboy one was really good. Like I, I just enjoyed that, and I put blood, sweat, and tears into that arm. <laughs> that was the first like real prop that I actually, well, besides the staff I did that one time for um Hilda, um, that was like the first real prop that I actually really made and worked hard on. So I was like really proud of that. Yeah, because I don't even know how y'all be making those things. Ooh, lots of tutorials. Yeah, I mean it's wild. What some people be doing? Yeah, I found the Karama cosplay too, and you did a really good job on it. I'm looking at it right now. Oh yeah, yeah, I love that one. That one was fun. I like being Karama. (laughs) I I really want. And just to let y'all know, she got the rose and everything. (laughs) Now, I think my favorite so far that I had seen was the Botan. Yeah, that's a really good one too. Really good one. one. I was so happy that I got so much positive feedback on the wig because I was like, "That y'all don't even know that was a struggle, dude." It's hard to do like a legit wig. Yeah, and then it's even harder when you have a full head of locks and they're long, <laughs> and then you got to get the wig on. Right. <laughs> I know. Um, so, I know my favorite cosplay that you've done so far, and I, and I'm mad that I can't remember her name. I commented on the photo, so once I see my comment, I remember who it is. But 
Um, it was the one from Scooby Doo and uh, uh, the Ghoul School. Oh yeah. Um, what was her Sabella. name? Sabella. Yes. What I was extremely proud of because I always wanted to dress up as her. And Ghoul School was one of my favorite movies. Yep. And actually, there's a um. It's, I think it's on my Facebook page, not my Instagram. I forgot to upload it on Instagram. I probably will in the future um, if I get everybody's permission, of course. But um, we, there was a group of us. We did a whole goal school group. Nice. So it was really fun. Look, it was a good time. It was a fun Halloween. Yeah, because I, like, I, I've recently, well, not recently, because we're in, what, March now, but back in October, like, I just wanted to watch some Halloween films, and, like, that was one of the films I I had pulled up, because it had been years since I watched it. I haven't watched it since I was a kid, but it's like, I'm sitting here watching this movie, and I'm just like, yo, like, it's bringing back so many memories. Like, that movie and, uh-huh. and um the other one, I believe it was Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf. I love that movie. Yeah, man. Blo- yo, Blockbuster was killing the game back in the day. Like, I used to stay renting yeah. Scooby-Doo movies back in the day from them, man. I used to, like, when my mom would take me to Blockbuster, I used to always get her to rent, number one, Cats the Musical. Mm-hmm. I, st- oh. the, I think it was the 92, like, play. And yeah. then I used to always get her to rent or the Aristocats. The Aristocats was a good movie back then. Like that song, Everybody Wants to Be a Cat. Yeah, I loved it. So you've just been obsessed with cats your whole life. Oh, no, I've had cats and dogs. So like growing up, I had like four cats and three dogs. Yeah. I w- so I've, I've never, I don't know what it's like to not have a pet. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was always a dog person growing up. So, you know, like my movies was Oliver and Company, All Dogs Go to Heaven, One and Two. Homeward Bound, Air Bud. See, now, if you want to talk about crying, all dogs go to heaven. That's sad. <laughs> Yo, I'm not going to lie. Like, I used to have nightmares when they was taking Charlie to hell. Nightmares? Yeah. Like, they was taking him to hell. And Charlie was a good dog. Well, no, nah, he wasn't a good nah, dog. No, he wasn't a good dog. He huh? wasn't a good dog. <laughs> kind of like, uh, what were you, was I about to say? Kind of like, uh, Baka goes a good friend the decade when he they was kids, He is a good right? friend. Yeah, okay. He is a good. <laughs> hey, so you see this new Cats movie? Oh no, yeah, me and my friend went to go see it for laughs. That's what it I was, went to see it for. It was oh my god, it was weird. It now, it but is it the music and, and, and itself? The Cats is weird. Don't get me wrong, I love it because it's weird. But this was just weird, not in a good way. It was kind of like cringy. Yeah, like awkward. But is it the music amazing? I thought so. By itself. By itself. That's what I'm saying. By itself. Yeah, that's the only. I could have gone without saying Rebel Wilson's butthole, but by itself. What? <laughs> they they showed that in the movie? <laughs> like the suits. If it wasn't for the, the costuming, actually, it wouldn't have been that bad. The costuming just made it scary. And then when Idris Elba took off the, the, the trench coat, I was like, I'm going to come. You said Charles. <laughs> Get back to the office. <laughs> yeah, that that just yeah. I'm I was going to go like oh maybe. Well, I'm glad I went sober. I'll just say that much. I don't know what would happen if I if otherwise. I don't think it was as bad as people made it out to be. 
Yeah. Like, I've seen it worse. Like, it was fine, but I'm going to be real. If you're like an enthusiastic of the original play, I can see why people had some criticisms about it. Because the original ones, like, mainly the 80s one and the 90s one, like, those were like. Like, but then again, that's such a high feat. Like, you can't really beat it. Yeah, it's kind of like I'm. Are you super into musicals? Oh yeah, I like musicals. Okay. Uh, like, oh, go ahead. Have out. you ever seen the Nutcracker with uh, Macaulay Culkin or whatever his name? What is it? Yeah, you, you said it right. First. Okay. Yeah. How do? Uh, have you seen that Nutcracker with him in it? I haven't seen the one with him in it. I've seen like I've gone to the plays okay. like. So I've gone to the Fox Theater plays. Yeah, it's the same. It came out around the same time that 90s cat. I think this one came out of like 97. Mm-hmm. But um, that one's real good, too. So it's like if they were to do like a, I know that Disney did the, you know, the Nutcracker Four Realms, which was really good. But if they were to like really do a Nutcracker play type thing, it'd be hard to top like the actual play. Yeah, I will say with the Cats movie, they did have some funny one-liners on it. Like, I'm not going to lie. I laughed a few times. Like, it was entertaining. That's what I'll give it. It was entertaining. Like, I couldn't look away. <laughs> yeah, it's, the, the only issue that I had is that because the movie had got so many bad reviews, when I finally did want to go see it, like, it had already been pulled from theaters. Yeah. Like It's I, just the, <laughs> the one part. The one Rebel Wilson's part, it just made me think of, okay, have you seen Bob's Burgers? Oh, of yeah. course. And they had the painting with all the cat balls. Yeah. <laughs> it's so like, I could not stop. I couldn't now, stop did laughing. did they fix that when they, when they went back and redid the CGI? Yeah. I don't know if, they, if it's when they went back and redid it. So her butthole could still be a thing right now. It could be. It could be a thing right now. Y'all, real could talk, be. man. I had a crush on Rebel Wilson back in the day. Man. Never. What? I don't know. It's... After I saw her in Pitch Perfect, man. That Amy. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's, I'm not. I usually don't fall for like a character where they're like just good in that one movie. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? It's like. But I. Right, so we talk about cast. What do you think of this new Scooby Doo coming out though? Scoob. The which one? The new Scooby-Doo? Scooby-Doo movie coming out, yeah. I'll go see it. I mean, everybody had... What do you think about the choice of animation they decided to go with? To be real, I've only seen like a few trailers, so I don't really have that much of an opinion on it. Because yeah. I haven't seen that many trailers. Yeah, we'll see. I've seen a few trailers as well. I mean, it, it, look, it looks okay. Like, I can't wait to go see it. People trash the um, live action, but I love the live action. <laughs> oh, yeah, the live actions were, I mean, we were kids when they came out. Like I was a grown man. You weren't a grown man. We were like in middle school, high school. <laughs> yeah, we got to remember what demographic is for, and I'm pretty sure the kids will love it. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, yeah, because I, I remember that uh, when I went to go see Scooby-Doo, the live action one in theaters, my mom came with me, and she, she wasn't a fan. She thought it was whack, and I was just like, Mom, this isn't for you. This is for us. You had your time. Woman. I get it though, because when I first saw the live action Flintstones, I thought it was whack. I, I loved the live action Flintstones. Both of them, dude. That movie, that was yeah, good. Nah, the live action Flintstones is, they're not good. I mean, now they aren't, but they weren't good even when I was a kid. Yes, they were. I've been saying things are trash for a long time, Mr. <laughs> Banks. I... So, Luna, uh, a question that I have for you. 
is how you were saying earlier in the episode where you know you went to the cons and you know you were inspired to get into cosplay because of that do you have any stories of when you you've inspired somebody to get into cosplay because of the costumes that you've done um i have stories of where i forced my friends to cosplay with, with me <laughs> Oh, yeah, we want to hear them. <laughs> I mean, well, mainly um, my friends, well, Free Spirit Abby, that's her cosplay page. You should go check it out. And Final, right Chase. Final Chase is another one of my friends. Well, we were friends before cosplay. So I was like, hey, you guys should totally come to this con and like dress up with me and stuff. And so it was history from there. <laughs> now, when is this, though? We all met in college. Okay. So. Freshman year. It was either freshman or sophomore year. I can't remember. I'm getting old. Yeah, I just yeah, it's same. I'm on fi- <laughs> I'm on Final Chase's page right now, and she did. Uh, is it Lilith? I think that's her name, Lilith from uh, Darkstalkers. Yes, yes, yeah. and um, at Free Spirit Abbey, they she did um Morgan. Oh, for real? Okay, let me let me find Free Spirit Abbey real quick. Uh, oh, is her Instagram Abby's World? Abby's World. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, I see it. Oh, I was wow. thinking about her Facebook page. I get them fixed up. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at them right now. Like, yeah, they did a really good job. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, you know, back in the days on the Marvel versus Capcom stuff, man. Like, I used to love playing with Morgan. Oh, she did Froppy, too? Yeah, she did a good job. Look, man, you don't you don't turn this man. I f- I'm finding out about uh-huh. more cosplayers, yo. Like, this is awesome. I got a shout out with friends. So yeah, yeah, we ever since then we normally like we'll have sleepovers and work on cosplays together. Like the night before the con, finishing up all our cosplays and then staying up until five AM and then being really upset when it's time to go to the con. <laughs> but it's fun. I don't care how old you get. Sleepovers is that jank. Yeah. Bro. There's video games, pizza, soda. Get when you get older, you could just bring out like booze to the sleepover parties. That's all. Yeah. That's the only thing that changes. And you can legally drink booze. <laughs> legally. <laughs> Man, we don't partake in that. Yeah, we keep we keep it PG on this podcast. So any of you little kids that's listening right now, you you, y- you drink your you milk. Need to get, I was about to say, you need to get chocolate, chocolate wasted. <laughs> yeah, chocolate <laughs> wasted. There we go. Chocolate wasted. That's what she's talking. She's her and her friends are getting chocolate. Yeah, they're getting wasted. chocolate wasted. <laughs> yeah, because you might have a little kid listen to this and it's like, "Mommy, like, what is she talking about?" Legally, <laughs> <laughs> what you mean legally? Trust me, trust me. They know. <laughs> they do. <laughs> have there ever been any times in your career as a cosplayer where it's like you know somebody made you feel bad because they said that. Um, you know, you're not the race of the character that you were cosplaying or you're too big to be cosplaying this character. And if that has happened to you, what did you do about that to make you keep on doing what you love doing? Well, in my experience, and this is just my personal experience, Mm -hmm. like whenever I get a troll or something on my account, like talking and well, and by troll, you literally mean, it never fails and you should try if everybody else if you're listening you should try it too go on their profile page look at their profile picture and then you'll see why like every time it never fails and it's like it's always somebody like 
with an anime profile pic yeah. or two of show their face. It's just insecurity. It's just insecurity. So I kind of like tend to let, let it roll off personally. Now I know some people, they get them told personally. I don't engage. Like I just ban, keep it moving, you know? Cause I'm like, I don't have time fighting with trolls. I know that's what they made that account to do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I always feel like, um, you know, people always say that they have experiences at, you know, cons and stuff like that, where it's like, you know, somebody says something about their costume to be rude. But it's like my friends who do, you know, cosplay for a living. It's like, they always say that it's like these people, they just try to do this to bring them down and to try to get them to stop cosplaying. And it, it sucks that there are people out there that are like that, but it's like, you know, you can't let them, bring you down you can't let them win because it's like that's that's the only reason why they're doing it it's like to to get a rise out of you like one of my friends he does an amazing um overwatch um cosplay i can't remember uh, is it lucio or lucrio from overwatch i don't know if you guys know yeah i know who you're talking about okay and like he he does an amazing job as this character that he cosplays and like he he says all the time like you know people will tell him like oh he's the worst He's the worst one that they've seen and stuff like that. And he never lets that get to him because it's like if he ever got let stuff like that get to him, he wouldn't begin all of the positive feedback that he gets from everybody else. Like his pictures wouldn't begin so many likes on social media and whatnot. And that's what it's all about. It's, there are more positive people out here in the cosplay community than there are negative people. Yeah, like the first I remember my first experience on Twitter. Boy, t- Twitter is that's the shark pool. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But uh, my first experience on Twitter, I posted my Samus cosplay, right? Mm-hmm. And like one of the, I got a lot of shares on it, surprisingly, because I was like, oh, I just got on Twitter. I'm surprised I'm getting shares on this. And um, one of the people that shared it was like, oh, this is the SJW version of Samus. S- and I was like, what does that oh. mean? <laughs> I'm like, SJW? It was some Kyle. <laughs> I shared it and I was like, huh? <laughs> I don't understand. But um I was supposed to admit because I'm black and like not thin, yeah. a thin white woman. I'm the SJW version. So I'm like, okay. But you just block them and then keep it moving. Like I'm not gonna engage with this person because that's what they want. And it's like and you already know that if they were in your face in person, they wouldn't say what they're saying about you. And I, I, will, I was about to say that I'm like, I will say, um, I've only gone to one out of state con and that was KatsuCon. Most of the cons I've gone to are in Atlanta and in Atlanta, you know, if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. Yeah. You, that's how, that's how it should be. That you wouldn't say to your mama. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just know that, uh, you know, cause I'm somebody who, you know, stands up against bullying and whatnot. And it's like, I'm one of those type of people. It's like, if somebody going to say something to me, I'm going to say something. And like, uh, like, you know, I've been on a weight loss journey for the last two years now. And I was at a, I was at, I'm a professional wrestler. And there was this kid in the, in the crowd. And like, he just kept on talking about my, uh, my underarm skin and like, 
my friends that were at the show, like, they was just like, yo, like, this kid, like, he was being very vocal about it. And it, it kind of just took away from your match because it's like he just kept on, you know, pointing it out. And my friend said that he eventually went up to the kid and said something to him, and then the kid stopped. And when he told me this after the show, I found the kid, and I, I went and got in this kid's face, and, like, pretty much, like, I, I punked him out. Because I'm just like, you know, like, that's not cool what you were saying. Um you got in trouble. I got I got in trouble for punking this kid out. And <laughs> you know, I'm just like, you know, and I and I told I told the promoter, I'm just like, you know, I I apologize that, you know, I did what I did, but at the same time, I'm not sorry for doing what I did because it's like that kid needed to know that what he did was wrong. And so that way he won't do that to the next person. You know what I'm saying? And I bet he had big old dinner plate eyes when you actually confronted him. Yo, he kept on saying, I'm he sorry. He didn't know what to say. He yeah. didn't know what to say. Like, and like, I was just like, oh, so you was talking all that, that trash about me, right? You was talking about my, my skin and everything. And he was like, no, I didn't say it. And his friends was just like, yo, yeah, he was. He was. And like, I remember the security guard had came up to me after the show. And he was just like, yo, if you could do that to all the bad kids that are here, like that would help us out so much because it's like, you know, kids, it's like, they can be mean, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, sometimes it's like, you got to put them in their place. You got to punk them out and show them that they're not this big, bad person that they think that they are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You see back when I was on my, like I used to be on my very vocal activist days on social media before I really got a cosplay like that. Mm -hmm. And I did, I spoke out on something about Kylie Jenner and cultural appropriation, and I got a lot of death threats on Tumblr. This is Tumblr. Of course. A lot of death from Kylie friend, Kylie fans. And I was like, okay, first of all, y'all better love Kylie. Second of all, you know, if I called your, if I called your bluff and said, hey, okay, bet, meet me here. Let's see what happens. I guarantee you, you're not going to show up. Exactly. That's just, that's just like playing Call of Duty with little kids online. Like... They talk all that smack online, but they're not going to do anything if you show up to their house. Or, oh, I mean, you don't want to show up to some little kid's house. But if you tell them to meet you somewhere, it's like they're not going to meet you or they're going to bring their parents with them. Yeah. And I know I've heard stories of people trying to sneak up behind people and or fake and act like they want to take their picture and really take their picture to ridicule them. It's never happened to me personally, but um it's just it just feels like really cowardly yeah it's like you would never do it you're not bold enough first of all you're insecure of yourself you feel like you got to put somebody else down yeah but the second it's like you're not bold enough to really get in this person's face and tell them what you really think yeah you know i, I remember um and i'm not going to say this cosplayer's name up here because a lot of people in the cosplay community and the convention scene like they really don't like this cosplayer um, but her name starts with an M. You might know who she oh, is. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm talking about? Okay. Um, I remember when I was a fan of her, I don't follow her anymore. Um, she had posted on, on her Facebook that somebody had walked up to her and some of her friends at this, uh, swimsuit cosplay convention and they took pictures of their backsides and like they did it to, you know, make fun because, you know, cellulite and stuff like that. And, all of these cosplayers and, you know, people in the, you know, cosplay community, they came together and they were so supportive of, you know, the message that they were trying to bring about, like, you know, this is my body. I love myself. You know, if you don't love me, F you. And 
I mean, it's the truth. It's like, you know, why would you go up behind somebody and take a picture of them to, you know, make fun of them just because of how they look? It's like, you know, obviously it's like when you when you do cosplay, you feel comfortable. You have to feel comfortable with especially with some of the costumes that you wear, you know? Right. And like I feel like the only time these people really want to tear them down is when they're feeling comfortable about themselves. And when a lot of people, other people, they see other people hyping them up. And again, it's like, how dare you be plus size? How dare you be fat and be happy with yourself? And I'm not happy with myself. And that's, that's all I hear. Yeah. And especially the, you know, the people that try to, you know, make racist comments just because, you know, the character that you're cosplaying isn't black. It's just like, you know, half of the people that, you know, that you're cosplaying, it's like they're Asian. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not white. What's well, more than half? And that's where, yeah. Like, that's where a lot of, like, where I say, and I've said this in the past, like, um, I, I don't like to, like, well, I don't get too political on my main pages, but on my private page, I get pretty political. Um, but I'm like, like, white, like, white supremacist white supremacists white supremacy are in every subgroup you'll ever go to and it's real and like that's what a main cause of white supremacy they don't own anime like you know what i'm saying but we're gonna make this about me like it's about me and whenever it's not about me i'm gonna make it about me yeah and it's it's like one of the things that always pisses me off is like when a black cosplayer has like this sweet cosplay that they did like um I remember there was this this couple and they had did Jesse and James and like every like not everybody in the comments but you know certain people were in the comments and like all they were doing was just making like racist jokes about Jesse and James and yeah they made them into a meme even yeah they, they made it, it into a meme yeah you know what I'm talking about and I'm just like I'm like this isn't funny like why is it when it's like why is it when somebody black does a cosplay they have to be a meme, you know what I'm saying? But when somebody white does a cosplay, they're just shower with love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the same reason why, like, the same people that put these people down and call them the ghetto version of this or the ghetto version of that, um, these same folks defend blackface and cosplay. So it's like... You know, again, it's it, it's simple what it is, and I and I've said this in the past, and this is why, like at the end of the day, like I don't really use like my like I use my voice, but I'm not gonna like waste too much of my energy because I'm like at the end of the day, these are white supremacists, yeah, and yeah. that's they know what they're doing. Like some of them are truly ignorant, but some of them know what they're doing. So you just gotta like. Rise above it. Rise above hate. And, and stunt on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. So, um, I'll oh, go ahead, Trev. Nah, I was about to say something before that last part came out. I just can't remember. It was the piggyback off something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where we were talking about some, they turned him into a meme. Um, I mean, but across the board, right? That's what we do to people in general. We constantly turn people into memes. That's true. And I don't care what it is, like, it's messed up. Yeah. You know, like, we got the crying Jordan meme. 
Like this man having a real emotional moment and we're laughing at him. You know what I mean? You're laughing right now. You know what I mean? Like, but that it happens all the time. It does. Bro. Like we do that to people. Like I like I remember the meme where they said that like an asteroid could be coming to Earth and somebody will put crying Jordan on Earth. Yeah. I they did it though. They did it. You know what I mean? Well, like some stuff, some stuff I no, can understand. There's no, nah, there's no stuff. There's no situation that calls for somebody having a real moment and you making now fun of them. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, yeah, this dude weak right now <laughs> off these crying Jordan. I mean, I'm not saying I don't laugh too. It's wrong of me to laugh though. Cause it's not funny. It's not funny. Yeah, so shame on you, Mr. Benjamin Banks. <laughs> but I love the crying Jordan. I mean, who doesn't love the crying Jordan? He made fun of it at the Yeah, Kobe he made speech. fun of it too. I will say this. I'm so proud of the internet. I didn't see one Kobe meme. Yeah, I didn't see any. I didn't see any negative Kobe memes. I've, I've, but you remember when Juice World died, immediately memes came out joking on the situation. For real? Yeah. It's I, the internet, I, I, I never saw any. I never saw any memes. For Juice World? Yeah, for Juice World. Nah. Yeah. It was, it's trash, bro. Like that day they came out. Like I know that I saw, I saw a couple of Kobe memes shared by some of my friends on Facebook. And like, as, as soon as I saw that, I unfriended them. Yeah, I'm like, I didn't I, see. I'm one, like, bro. I'm not going to be friends with. Some, it's like, how can you make a meme about somebody who just passed away? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's dumb. Well, people do it all the time. Though. Yeah, well, people be trying to get clout. They clout chasers. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's just being edgy, chasing clout. Oh yeah, like, they can't wait to capitalize on something. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and it's like you know what's going to get you the followers, what's going to get you the likes. Mm-hmm. Um. I feel like, you know, however you feel about this person, you can make your stance and make your thing without being, like, disrespectful. Exactly. Yeah, I agree I, with you on that. You got the funny and I'm memes. Not about, I'm not even t- talking about, like, Kobe right. specific, but you got to think about his family. Yeah, And that's exactly. what I was concerned about. It's like, you know, you got people actually mourning, like, his family members. And I'm like, what about, like, people's families? Like, people are... And I think what people forget is that people are real people and they do get affected by like what you do on the internet, especially if they end up seeing it. Like they're going to, there are people out there and there are people with real feelings. So it's like, like that hurts. Well, that's why I brought it up because we were talking about the Jesse and James, like them getting memed and how that probably made them feel. Yeah. But you know, the one like where they take like old yearbook pictures of people like yeah no 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 of like regular <laughs> random people yeah you know like the who's that random black dude like the light-skinned older guy they're like at his job remember it was like a hot meme going around and he's making like some sort of face how long ago was this oh uh, like a year ago do you know what i'm was talking this about the dude at the airport yeah the dude that was making like he had the hand on the finger his finger on his face I don't remember. I don't know. I'm just saying picture like you're chilling one day and now all of a sudden you're like the hot meme for the month. And it's like a picture from 20 years ago. And you had like a mullet or your mom dressed you up in some ridiculous <laughs> like in wind- outfit. Or like you? <laughs> like like you? How you became a meme? Yeah, I did not become a meme. Yes, you did. <laughs> I made you a meme. 
I remember people. I that's, remember, that's friendly banter, though. But I remember people. Remember somebody was just like, I don't know who this Travis guy is. <laughs> I was about to say something about uh, when we were talking. Oh, uh, Luna, I was going to ask you, like, are you into wrestling? Into wrestling? Yeah. Um, not really anymore. Oh. I used to watch stuff like my dad used to be into it. So I would watch things with my dad. Well, you know, but I've never really dived into it. Well, you know, the reason why, you know, I wanted to bring this up because it goes, you know, with what we're talking about right now. Like one of my friends, Nyla Rose, um, she's, mm-hmm. she's trans and she's like the first trans woman to be in a professional company. And it's like, you know, people on Twitter and social media in general, it's like not everybody, but, you know, some people, it's like, you know, they poke fun at her for being trans and they're always saying, you know, stuff about her and stuff. And it's like after a while, like it's like you reach your boiling point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. it's like, you know, just to go with, you know, what we're talking about. It, it just sucks. It just sucks how some people can be, and especially on social media, like everybody has a platform now to where they can just get up there and say whatever they want to say. But it's like, you know, they would never say that to her in person. You know what I'm saying? Just like I said. Well, and and the, my thing is, it's like, I don't see why it's so hard. Like the whole thing talking and calling people social justice warriors as an insult. And it's like, okay, so you're mad at us because we want people to be treated right yep. <laughs> like what does that say about you like yeah some people some pe- some people are just dumb they're just idiots yeah you know? and it's like if you have a problem with that you need to do some soul searching like i certainly agree with you one thousand percent i should have said not over nine thousand percent but you ruined one, an opportunity i ruined man. the opportunity so hey, before we before we let you go and we wrap this thing up, I have one more question for you. Um, what is some advice that you would give to somebody that wants to get into cosplay or any you know cosplayers that are listening to this episode right now that you know you would like to give? Um, well, like whether you want it to whether you want it as a hobby or whether you want it as something you want to market later. Um, like like a platform i would say just like do you like don't stress about it too much i know a lot of people they see it as a way like oh i want to get famous i want to be famous i want to be popular like don't worry about that just have fun um see it as like a thing you could do with friends and a thing you could do to express your craft or express yourself but um and don't worry about the haters because you might get like if you put anything on the internet if you put yourself out there you're probably going to get some rude comments here and there but don't pay that any mind don't let it stop you that's all i have to say yeah preach it to him preach make it a meme no no we're not gonna do that bro there's pause there's tons of positive memes like what I can't think of any right now, but I know they exist. There is and this a, could be one. There, or this could be the first a new trend right here. A new positive meme trend. Okay. I love hermit memes. Those are funny. Yeah, and there's there is a happy Jordan meme. Like I used that one before. He's not always crying. He's not always crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and um and one other thing too. What what future cosplay 
cosplays do you have coming up? Oh, uh, <laughs> if, if you can, if you can say right now, it on this episode, I'm pretty, I'm pretty much doing Twitch a lot right now. Um, I do have like they just come to me. Um, there's a show called Hilda. Oh yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah, I wanted to copy her, so that's that's on my list. Hilda's good, and I wanted to do, I wanted to do Bulma, but um, those are the only ones. Oh. This might not happen until like maybe I, when I start doing because I'm taking a hiatus from cons because mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot of stuff in my personal life. I just got a new place, nice, so right. lots of stuff going on in my personal life. So I'm not really doing conventions like that. Um, but when I come back to conventions, I definitely do plan on doing Camille from Fire Emblem. Nice, like that's. Not- Bigger cosplays I wanted to work on, and also Ryoko from Tenchi Muyo. Muyo. I like your selection. Uh, what which Boma do you want to do though? See, that's a good question because I wanted to do both. I wanted to do the one from Dragon Ball with the cute pink dress, but then I also want to do the Frieza Saga Boma. I knew you <laughs> were going to say that because I, I love that. Yo, one. I I. <laughs> Like I see a lot of people do Boma cosplays, and I never really see people do the Frieza Saga Boma. I'm always gonna pick the road less traveled. <laughs> so with that being said, Luna, we just want to say thank you again for joining us up here. And before we let you go, let everybody in social media land where they can find Lucky Luna at. Um, you just type it in like Lucky Luna cosplay. You can follow me on Twitch at Lucky Luna Let's Play. Cool. Let's well, play. That's it. It's a wrap. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode. Thank you for. Well, oh yeah, for sure. I'm. Hey, I'm happy that you came on. Like for real. Yeah. I hope you had a good time talking with me and Trav. Definitely, it was fun. And I was about to say, just say you did, girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's being recorded right now. <laughs> <laughs> But all right, Luna, it was good talking with you. You have a good one, okay? Hey, we appreciate it. All right, you guys too. Bye. Peace. Bro, I'm happy we was able to get Luna to come on to the podcast today. She was a very nice and fun person. We got her on. She got to talk about cosplay. We got to talk about... My Hair Academia. Yeah. We got to talk about stuff that happens in social media, where it's like people just need to show up. It got real for a minute. It got real. Yeah, I mean, you know... We don't really get real like that up here on Level Double Vision. Sometimes we got to get real. But sometimes we do. You know what I'm saying? And the truth will set you free. That's always a good thing because, you know, it's cool being real and not being fake. Just we like can't I'm, be funny guys all the time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't even think, we didn't even say that's what she said. No. I mean, There's a couple times now. I pointed at you like, oh, for real? I was thinking it. But yeah, man, I mean, well, I just you, don't want to ruin the moment. Well, you should have just said it. Nah. Why? Because. Look, man. We about to start becoming serious up here on Love Adult Benjamin. <laughs> ain't gonna be no more talk about Orlando Brown. That's right. No more, no more talk, talk about R. Kelly. R. Kelly. No more talk about that's what she said. And uh, what else do we always do up here? That's it. Oh, that and, D's, and no more D's nuts. No more D's nuts. Well, this is gonna be serious. That's right. Up with Benjamin Banks. But yeah, man. Episode was fun. I'm glad we got to have her up here. We talked about a bunch of cool stuff. You know, she gave some really awesome advice and. Uh, Hopefully we can get it back up here in the future. That's right. So we're wrapping this thing up. Hey, tell that's everybody. What she said. See, there you go. There we go. There you go. It came out. Hey, that's what she said. <laughs> 
So yeah, so tell everybody in social media land where they can find you at, Trans. Oh, they know where they can find me. I don't know where I can at find ZK you. Audio on Instagram. However, I'm probably not what you're looking for. Yeah, what you're looking for? for is at Leveling Up Banks uh-huh. on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, but most importantly at Patreon.com. Where y'all can give us a dollar because we got bills to pay, and it's like. If you want to give us four quarters, you can do that because that's a dollar too. That's right. Right. We got bills to pay every podcast day. Mm-hmm. And you can find me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, at King Benji underscore Banks on Twitter and Instagram. And if you go on Facebook, just type in Benjamin Banks, and I should be the first person that pops up. And if I'm not, then I need to talk to Search Mrs. again. Yes. Search again. Search again. So with that being said, thank you everybody for joining us on a new episode of Loveling Up with Benjamin Banks. We hope you enjoyed it, and we can't wait to bring you another brand new spanking episode next week. So Trav, I always say something about eating vitamins and something. You say something smart for everybody that's listening. Look, to man, episode. I'll just take it over for you. Eat your prayers and say your vitamins. I've already said that before. I thought you was going to say something different. Nah, I said I'm going to take it over for you and say it. Oh, well, I was going to say that the top always rises to the cream. We'll see you next week, baby. Peace.